What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Good to see you, Mike. Welcome, everybody, to Unbiased Football Talk. A little different today. Mr. James is going to be out for a while, so it's just going to be me and Mike running the show for for about a month or so. Um, tonight, we got some very juicy, juicy topics for you. But first of all, Mike, how's it going? I'm pretty good, man. Uh, I do want to apologize in advance for my technical difficulties if I sound like I'm in a phone booth right now. Um, yeah, I was having a little te- technical difficulties, but uh, we, we'll keep it rolling. We'll keep it rolling. But yeah, 72 hours, uh, the last 72 hours of NFL, man, it's it's been crazy. Just the news that has been coming out, man. And uh, yeah, we're going to cover a lot of that. And it's, it's been pretty wild. I would say probably one of the most wild um, three days I've seen in a while as far as NFL news goes off the field. So, yeah. Let's well, do any it. Time, anytime in sports when it comes to a trade deadline, you think that, you know, you're going to see some crazy stuff. But honestly, the trade deadline wasn't even the craziest news. So, with that being said, let's start with the juiciest of them all. But I'm going to let you start with this, okay? Because you are a Las Vegas Raiders fan. So, please, give me what your thoughts on our Mr. Henry Ruggs. Because good... Gosh, what happened there? Yeah, so in case people have been living under a rock, uh, Tuesday morning, uh, Henry Ruggs was in a car accident about 3.40 a.m. where he was going 156 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone, uh, drunk uh, twice the legal limit, and hit the back of a RAV4 with his Corvette. Uh, he came out with minor injuries. His uh, his girlfriend or fiance also had some minor injuries, but he uh, in the process killed somebody um, in that accident. Uh, he's now facing DUI charges uh, with um, with uh, you know also killing somebody in the process. So he's gonna he's looking at two to twenty years in prison, and it's it's just really sad, you know, that he he, he was a good kid. Uh, he was drafted 12 overall in 2020, and I think this year he was he was rolling. He was he was finding his way, and he had 24 carries, 469 yards. He was leading the team in receptions. I mean, the receptions and yards, and you know it, it's going to hurt our offense. Um, you know, so we're going to have to look for a new receiver to kind of replicate what he does. Now, I wouldn't say do exactly what he does because with that four. 427 speed that Ruggs has it's it's pretty much impossible to to replicate that but you know looking at free agency we got somebody like Deshaun Jackson who's out there that can do similar to what Ruggs does I know he's beyond his prime but he still is a speedster who can stretch the field and and if anything he can be that decoy that uh can uh have the defenses respecting him and Carr can throw underneath to uh uh, Renfro and 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 uh, Waller and and Edwards like he's been doing and uh, you know occasionally going long too with Deshaun Jackson if that does happen it, it's a good fit I think um, but I am watching the OBJ situation pretty pretty closely um, that will be a really great acquisition even if we just have him like as a rental for like once for you know for half a season and then we move on from there but if we're in a if the Raiders are in a playoff run right now um I would I would I would try to make that move if the Browns do release him um 
if they do stay in house, somebody like Zay Jones, who's kind of he's he's like our fifth receiver right now, but he has the similar speed to stretch the field as well. And uh, Derek Carr in in press conferences always say that he's like one of the hardest workers on the team as far as practice goes. So maybe this is his opportunity to finally break things loose and get on the board. Um, yeah, it's really un- unfortunate with Rugs and what what happened with him. Um, you know, of course, you know my prayers are out to to the to the victim, uh, his family, and and everybody who's close to that person, and as well as Rugs. I mean, this is a 22 year old kid who who got in a situation and he made a terrible mistake, and it's unfortunate that you know he's going to have to pay for this you know for the rest of his life is going to possibly ruin his career well i wouldn't say possibly it will ruin his career and he won't rebound from this we won't see him again so it it's just a sad situation all around but uh i will say this if Carr does overcome this and they win the division you gotta get this man the mvp i mean <laughs> he's he's had in the last three weeks he's had the gruden situation happen and then he's had now rugs you know, his number one receiver, vertical threat. I mean, if he can overcome this, you got to give the man the MVP. And, and you got to you gotta give uh, interim coach Rich, uh, Rich Basaccia, you got to make him the permanent coach if he can overcome all this too. So, yeah, that's my take on what's going on and, and what happened with Ruggs. But uh, what do you think about it, man? Yeah, so first of all, condolences to the family involved because that's just terrible what happened because, I mean – you know, no one ex- was expecting this to happen, and he's a, like you said, he's a 22-year-old kid. I, I don't think he's a bad person. I think he made a huge mistake. He's going to pay for it the rest of his life, and his NFL career is over. Like, there's no question about that. Um, as far as the what you said about picking somebody up, man, I definitely agree. The, the Raiders, you know, they they have an opportunity right now to take the division. Kansas City doesn't look very good. Um, their defense is garbage. Broncos are exactly who we thought they were. I don't care that they started three and zero, and the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, they're still the Chargers. They're struggling right now. I mean, do I think they could make a run for? It? Of course I do, because Justin Herbert's that dude, and I trust Staley. Yeah. Staley's proven to possibly be coach of the year this year. But, um, you know, you you were talking about um, OBJ and and Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson's a good take. I completely forgot the Rams cut him so before i even thought about his name i was looking at who's available right now in free agency you got john brown yeah you got yeah. you got uh, golden tate um alshon jeffrey which i mean he'd probably be my last choice but then you got larry fitzgerald now i know he's 38 years old but that's still larry fitzgerald yeah <laughs> you know yeah. imagine bringing him in for a loner for a few a few months but you know, they got to bring somebody in. It sucks that this happens. Henry Ruggs definitely is somebody that I thought was going to be a future, maybe not superstar in the league, but definitely that solid guy on the Raiders for years to come. It's unfortunate what happened. Um, as far as Derek Carr, yeah, dude, <laughs> you're going through what happened with your coach, with John Gruden. You're going through, you know, the NFL's coming after your owner. You know, your, your, your ownership in, 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 front office are a bunch of cowards and making you be like the spokesman for the entire team and the organization. Uh, And then now you're losing your number one receiver. And so your, your, your number one receiver is now Hunter Renfro or Darren Waller. I mean, yes, you know, 
give this man some more looks on MVP if they come out and win this division. Because, man, I don't know if there's anybody going through as much right now as Derek Carr. Because how many distractions do you need as a team and a leader and a player? <laughs> you know? Right. But, this is like all this in one season in three weeks. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy how, how this is all unfolding. It's, and, 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 you know, like as far as receivers go, you know, like I, I think that rugs, like if, if, you know, if we looking at his career, if, if he, if none of this happened, we're looking at him similar to a Deshaun Jackson, yeah. you know, the vertical threat, um, who's, a, you know, a basically just a home run hitter and can make a, make a name for himself in the league for years to come for that. So it's just unfortunate with rugs, man. It's, you know, I just feel bad the whole situation. And, um, yeah. And that's pretty interesting with, the uh, with, uh, Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, that would be something to see. You know, I'm, I'm from Minnesota. I'm a huge Vikings fan. Everyone knows that Larry right. is from Minnesota as well. I've met him. I got his rookie card signed by him. I've always right. said, come to come to Minnesota. You know, he should still be in the league. I'm a huge Larry Fitzgerald fan, so that's why I mentioned him. I know he's 38 years old. I know it probably won't happen, but man, they just—I mean, we'll get to this in a little bit. But Adrian Peterson was just signed, so right, yeah. You never know. That's true. That's true. But, um, but moving on to our next topic, uh, yeah, that's. Let's talk about the one trade that really did happen, you know, at the at the deadline. Mr. Von Miller is now teaming up wow. with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and and who else? Who else is on that? Roquan Smith is he? No, he's still in the Bears. Leonard, it's Leonard Floyd. Yeah. What do you it's, what you got about that? So, uh, so Von Miller got traded. Uh, from the Broncos to the Rams for a second and a third round pick, which in my honest opinion is a steal, man. I mean, you, you got the Rams who, you know, they don't care about draft picks. They, they've they been giving up draft picks since they drafted golf number one overall. And <laughs> that didn't work out for them very well. So they're like, I guess they figured like, hey, like these, these draft picks are, uh, aren't working out for us. Let's, let's uh, just never let's draft again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, they're in win now mode, so I like the move. Best part about it is the Broncos—they eat that uh, like about nine million of his contract, and uh, the 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 Rams are only paying him about seven hundred thousand dollars out of that nine million. So it's it's a great move for the Rams, especially because they're trying to make a Super Bowl run. And I mean, dude, they're they're at the top of all statistical categories. They're leading the league in sacks right now. They're at the top of, on, on offense, like one of the top five teams in offenses as far as passing goes. Their uh, their running game is pretty decent. I mean, it's not it's not great, but they they hold their own in the running game. They got everything from top to bottom to to be a Super Bowl team. And adding somebody like Von Miller to that to that team is is ridiculous. Like, what do you do? Like, are you double teaming Von Miller? Are you double teaming uh, the Aaron Donald, like, which one do you choose? And then if you do that for both, then you got the interior line that you got to deal with, too. So it's ridiculous to see what kind of uh, a defense that they're putting together this year for with the Rams. Um, I like them. They're my favorite right now as far as to go to the Super Bowl, just because off of that move, just defensively, they're going to be they're going to be tough to beat. 
But as long as you got Tom Brady in the same conference, that's going to be that's going to be tough. I mean, Tom Brady's shown for his whole career. He's made an entire career from uh, with uh, doing the three step drop and throwing short passes. And that's the best. That's the best recipe to beat a good defense like that. You beat a good pass rush by doing three step drops and finding finding receivers short and creating yards after the catch. So, you know, that 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 is one thing that the the Rams could look at as as, as it might be a problem. But I, other than that, man, I got the Rams. They, they're, they're looking good for the for the good Super Bowl run this year. Yeah, you know, Matt Stafford is just unbelievable, first of all. And yeah. that team you know, like I've said this a hundred times in our in multiple episodes, like this is exactly what Sean McVay's wanted to do ever since he took over the team. But Goff sucked, so. But my goodness, man, you put you're gonna put Von Miller, who has what does he have four four and a half five and a half sacks right now. Yeah. Uh, but to answer your question on who you're gonna double team, in my opinion, you still got to double team Mr. Aaron Donald. And yeah, hope, yeah. Hope <laughs> that your tackles. You know your left or right tackle can stop Von Miller and and Leonard Floyd or whoever else is coming at you. That's just going to be deadly, man. Yeah, it's, um, it's ridiculous. And yeah, they they're probably the Super Bowl. I mean, like you said, you said it right. Um, Tom Brady, it's still Tom Brady. Right now, I think the power rankings actually has Green Bay as number one. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Some about Green Bay, man. I well, don't know. That was another topic, but we didn't t- we didn't add that to tonight's episode. But I am going to mention, in case again you've been living under a rock and you don't know that Aaron Rodgers will not play this weekend. He he tested positive for COVID, so <sighs> yeah. We're also talking about him getting uh getting suspended for not following protocol. I guess it came out that he was unvaccinated and some other things going on with him. So. I mean, yeah. there might be some stuff going on in Green Bay right now as far as him uh, missing some games. Yeah, something I saw was like they he he was he implied that he was vaccinated, but he's not. He was at some Halloween party dressed as John Wick or something. Who knows? Right. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. So is the league going to come down on him as hard as they would on somebody else? That's the question. That that's a good question, and it remains to be seen because, yeah, I mean, he was he put it out there that he was. He said that he was uh, uh, immunized, immunized or something like yeah, that. He didn't yeah. put vaccinated. He said immunized. Mm-hmm. So you know, he, he found a way around that somehow. He, he, was, he used some Jedi mind tricks and some special language to get past that. So, yeah, the typical Aaron Rodgers. We, we know how he operates. Yeah, he's above the law. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But speaking of quarterbacks that aren't going to play for a while, Jameis Winston. My God, that was gross. Yeah. Man, it's awful, man. Awful. So, you know, well, what do you think? So obviously the the obvious choice right now, Trevor Simeon. All right. He's their backup. Right. Or or um, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, you know, the the fake contract boy. But right. (laughs) So do you do they roll with him? What do you think? Oh, man. So, you know, just to uh, just to review on what happened. So they uh Winston got, uh, I mean, it's arguably a uh, horse collar tackle. You can mm-hmm. call it, you know, I've heard it from Bucks fans. It was a BS call and heard from everybody else. Besides that, like, oh, you know, it was a horse collar tackle, but it caused him to tear his ACL and MCL uh, in the win versus the Bucks. 
Trevor Simeon came in in relief and played pretty well. And, uh, you know, even though Simeon did play well, I'm going with Taysom Hill, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's got that. He's got that fake contract. Whatever is going on with that contract is getting paid four years, $140 million. <laughs> you know what? It's I just think just from a standpoint from the front office, just as far as the pressure goes uh, from the front office, the, the coach might get pressured to start Taysom Hill just because of that contract. And, you know, you want to see your return and investment. You know, you, you're not going to want to you're not going to want all that money sitting on the bench, especially when your starting quarterback is out, you know, especially if you're. You're paying Taysom Hill all this money, even though whatever the, the, the incentives are, there's still a good amount of money for a backup quarterback. So I, I think you do got to pay Taysom. You got to play Taysom Hill for this one. Um, you know, it's 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 unfortunate what's what's uh, what happened to Winston. Uh, it 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 just really sucks because I really felt like he was he was he was rolling, and I was waiting for him to collapse. I hate to say it, I was waiting for him to to screw it up and throw picks, and he. He didn't do it, you know. He went that whole half of a season and didn't didn't make any uh, didn't make many mistakes. So, you know, props to him, and I hope he gets another chance when he does come back. Um, and I mean, the Saints also have a good defense that keeps them in games, and um, I think their offense is going to be this uh, that that would, that will keeps them back from from doing well. Um, and if you look at their schedule, it's pretty tough down the line. They got the Titans. Um, well, we'll talk more about the Titans later, but they're still a pretty tough team to beat. You got the the, the Bills, the the Cowboys, the Bucks, a lot of trap games down the line. So, you know, if we're talking about playoffs for the for the Saints, I mean, a ten and seven record might be enough to get that number seven seed, but it's going to be solely on what that offense does under Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon or. Whoever comes in at quarterback, and I say whoever because uh, there was also talks that Philip Rivers mm-hmm. might be wanting to make a comeback with the Saints. So, uh, yeah, I mean, stay tuned with the Saints. I told you that's my biggest mystery in the NFL right now. They they look good sometimes. They don't look great on other, in other situations. So, I don't know. Stay tuned with the Saints. They're half a game out of first place, and we'll see. Yeah, any uh, Saints fans listening, I apologize for how harsh I was on on the your team, uh, Houdat Nation. We, yeah, I apologize too because <laughs> I was pretty bad too. <laughs> yeah, you know, I still not quite over the 09 championship. So anytime I I get a chance to rag on the Saints, I'm going to do it. But I'm not I'm not going to do it right now because they just beat Tom Brady. Actually, I think Tom Brady's like, what is he one in four, including playoffs against the Saints since he was a Buck, but. Um, something like that. But, um, yeah, I think you're right. You have to play Taysom Hill right now. And because of that contract, the ownership is probably saying, what the hell? Trevor Simeon's probably slightly better as a quarterback. I've always thought that Taysom Hill was just that kind of player. It always, it always seemed to work because it would only be like three times a game. Okay. Right. He'd come in, line up as Wildcat. You know, the, as a fan, you're screaming, he's going to throw it. He's going to, and then he throws a bomb and it, you know, and makes headlines for a week. But yeah. as a quarterback starting the game, you know, last year, I don't know, remember this last year, uh, people, people were playing him as a, as a, as a tight end in, in fantasy. And yeah. he, was, he was throwing like four touchdowns. So people were getting points. Um, but I just don't yeah. think it's, 
let's just say all right, let me let me let me ask you this. All right, so let's say now you're talking Philip Rivers. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk Philip Rivers because do I think that's reason do I think that's gonna happen? No. I think that there's let me ask you this. Taysom Hill just completely bombs it, right? He gets benched. They put Trevor Simeon in this weekend. He he's just garbage. They get whooped thirty points. Cam Newton, are you making a call? Oh, Cam Newton? Oh man, you know what? No, man, no, <laughs> I'm not. Is is Cam Newton? Is see, we were, when we think Cam Newton, we're thinking 2015, 2016 right. Cam Newton. And he's just not that guy anymore, man. I mean, yeah, he can he can make plays on with, with his feet, but should he? You know what I mean? Like it's. You, you might be looking for another quarterback after that. Like, and, and he's and his accuracy isn't great either, you know? So it's, it, 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 I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I, I would stick with what you got. And, you know, only if you lose like Taysom Hill, where you, where you have to call uh, Cam Newton. I mean, that, that's my opinion on that one. Yeah. You know, the thing is like this team's five and two. They're clear, you know, seven teams in the playoffs. Do you think they can win a playoff game with Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon, though? No, they can't. They won't. And, I mean, I mean, what other quarterback that's out there that you could say will win you a playoff game? I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, there's you know, playoff experience with Cam Newton. There's playoff experience with Phillip Rivers to an extent. I mean, Mr. Drew Brees is sitting there at ESPN. Or wherever he's at, <laughs> yeah, NBC, do you call? Yeah. Do, do you call him back and say, "Hey, Drew, one more, one more hoorah"? Yeah, I mean, if they do make the playoffs, I mean, like, hey, take the suit off. We got your, we got your number all ready to go. Like, I mean, I, I don't know, man. That's that, that I mean, that's going to be tough. Outside of the top three teams, the Rams, the Bucks, and the Packers, the NFC, or I'm sorry, I guess the top four teams. You had the uh, the the Cowboys too. Besides them, like the NFC is a shit show. You got three other playoff spots. You know, I'd say, you know, right now I think the seventh seed is, who is it? Is it Minnesota? And then New Orleans is the sixth seed and the fifth seed. I I forgot, but, but, um, I don't know, man. They, they could look to, to make a move like that. I guess the Cardinals, the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, like the, the I feel like the number seven seed is up for grabs because one through five or one through six is pretty is pretty solid, and then that seven seed is like it's it's up for grabs. It's like a four like four and four teams or or mm-hmm. you know three and five teams are still in the mix. So you know if they do go on a, a pretty bad losing streak and uh, you know they they lose some trap games and. You know, nine and nine and eight, ten and seven might be enough. I, I mean, I don't know. And then, then when you get when you get in, I mean, I don't think this Saints team was built to make a run anyway. So, I mean, do you just take the loss from there, or do you just you know go out swinging? I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those things. They're five and two, but they don't feel five and two. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I get, I get it. Yeah, they're probably a one and done team anyway. But it's just. It's kind of surprising that Cam Newton's just not in the league. It's just weird. It's just he's still young. He's, yeah, he thinks, I feel like he's only thirty-two. He's I feel like he should be in the league somewhere. But hey, that's how it goes, I guess. When you're yeah. 
people figured you out pretty quick. I don't know if people are figuring out Pat Mahomes right now. Maybe that'll be him in a few years. I don't know. Oh man, that's. I mean, you know, two what? different, he two have, different dudes, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say this about Mahomes is that his lack of uh, fundamentals and footwork and and what it you know what it takes to be a prototype type of quarterback is it's below par, and you know he can't keep he can't keep making a career out of you know, doing the things he does, he's going to have to at least, you know, get down to, you know, at least planting his feet when he throws the ball. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it might be a little extreme to say that, but yeah, I mean, he's being exposed right now. It's his offense isn't as good as it was in years prior. And, you know, when you don't have a good defense with a, a, a subpar offense or average offense at that, like you're not going to be good. So, yeah, we'll see, but um, you know it's interesting to see how the Saints are going to move on. But let's talk about um, another big, big time injury, and it's kind of blow. It kind of it kind of hurts oh. my heart because I've been calling yeah. all year MVP King Henry. Um, right, man, uh, that sucks. His season's over. Yeah. So the question is, can Tennessee remain an AFC contender without him? Oh man, so uh man, this is this is a crazy week, man. I mean, like another another injury. Uh uh Derrick Henry broke his fifth metatarsal in his foot. He's out six to ten weeks. He could come back if he make when they make the playoffs. And I say win because uh that that he, they're three games ahead in, in first place right now and uh the, the Colts are right behind him, but they have a tough schedule. I mean, so do the so do the Titans, but I mean that's a that's a big ladder to climb being down three games in a division. So even if they do sputter down the line, they're still going to win their division and have a home playoff game. And by that point, you know, you might have a, a fresh Henry for, for that game. So um, you, you just never know. Um, but with Henry, they're, they're, they're losing a running back who is leading the league in rushing with 937 yards. And let's put this in perspective. He, we're halfway through the season. We're not even halfway through the season, right? And he almost had an a thousand yard season. You, you <laughs> like that was the standard back in the day. Am, am I right? Like it was, yeah. Thousand, and and he almost did it in half a season. So um, he had ten touchdowns. They were fourth in the league in total rushing. Um, I I suspect that that's gonna go down pretty heavily. Um, it's a big bloated offense, and when I say to the entire offense. Um, it's it's the passing game. Like I said before, it's really affected. Um, you know, defenses are going to play them differently. You know, uh, with Henry, they have they look at um, a single high safety front. Like they, there's only one safety up top, and then you have the other safety, your strong safety in the box to stop the run. Now that there's no Henry, you're going to see two safeties back there. It's going to be a double safety look, and, and they're going to force Tannehill to beat them with their arm, with his arm. And I just don't see Tannehill doing that. I mean, and, and plus the receivers like A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, they're going to see different types of of coverage now because of that. Um, and then that's going to be a big a big hit to their offense. Play action's not going to be as as uh, as effective as it was before. So it's it's gonna it's gonna be tough for them. It's, they got a big hill to climb. Um, I did hear in a podcast. I, I do want to quote 
this. Um, it says defenses will now be able to play down and distance on the Titans rather than to a player. So, for example, you got a third and six, right? In most cases, it's got obvious, an obvious passing down, and you're going to play down and distance your defense according to that down and distance. But when you're playing somebody like Derrick Henry, he, they run the ball sometimes on third and six. So it's hard to play a kind of defense that would be traditional for a third and six kind of look. You know, so now that Derrick Henry's gone, they're not going to be able to do that. They're going to, teams are going to, uh, teams are going to have to start playing. They're going to be able to play the down and distance. They don't have to worry about that star player um, making a play, you know, with his feet on third and six. They're going to have to obvious, obviously pass. And, I don't trust Tannehill making those kind of plays. So it's 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 a pretty it's a pretty bad look for for the, for the Titans. And if they can, you know, we we did say that there's help on the way. They they got a Vikings legend uh, Adrian Peterson coming in. Um, AP. And yeah, and I'm kind of excited. I mean, he's 36 years old. Um, he looks in great shape, of course. I mean, this dude's a workaholic. He's an Iron Man. He's he's a legend. Um, he's out there wearing number eight. So if you do check out the Titans, he's wearing number eight. So um, if he can get cooking and kind of bring that uh, bring that running game back to life, you know, if they do a running back by committee, then, you know, and kind of keep the type of offense the Titans want to run. If they want to keep that going, if they can keep that going, they should be fine until Derrick Henry comes back for the playoffs. You know, I... Uh... I saw a meme on Facebook. It said, "It said uh, Ryan Tannehill without Derrick Henry." And it was a picture of him in a Miami Dolphins uniform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yep. I, you know, you're right. They got, they're forced. You know, this is gonna force him to use his arm, and I don't trust him. He, he's, he's always, you know, it's like, it's like Christian Ponder in 2012, and AP was going crazy. That opened up his horrible arm. To where he could throw it down the field and people weren't expecting a single high safety um but eight people in the box trying to stop derrick henry is not going to be the case anymore so aj yep. brown and um julio they're gonna take a huge dip on 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 a performance but you know i've been saying all year mvp derrick henry he gets hurt what do they do they sign the last guy who won mvp as a running back ap yeah. This dude is 36 years old, yeah. and he was signed over Todd Gurley and multiple other guys. Because when I saw that Derrick Henry was down, I'm thinking, all right, so they're going to make a trade. They're going to make a trade for somebody, you know, maybe call Minnesota and ask for about Alexander Madison um, yeah. or sign Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley was definitely somebody that was in my head. Nope. They go with Mr. 36-year-old Adrian freaking Peterson all oh, day. Reliable. Dude, I mean, he was good, and I mean, you know, he's running for 800 yards, 600 yards in in Detroit in a in a running back by committee. He's still, you know, I actually got goosebumps last year when he scored a touchdown against Minnesota. You know, I just, I'm like, good for him. But yeah, yeah. I'm not expecting him to come out and 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 take over that, and he's not going to be running for 200 yards a game. Do I think there's still AFC contenders though? I think that they can do enough to get into the playoffs, and then if 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 Derrick Henry does come back and he can play and he can play at his current you know ability, 
then yeah, there's still probably AFC contenders to a certain extent. I, it just depends on how the rest of the season comes out. That division's garbage, so who knows? Um, but you know what's funny is I was looking at those pictures you saw of, of Adrian Peterson. That dude's running sprints with a big old lip in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, only AP can get away with some stuff like that. Yeah, but man. That dude's who knows? I'm, I'm rooting for him. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, before we get out of here, so one last topic. We got to talk about this. Mike White. Where'd that come from? Oh, man. Yeah. So, Mike White, 37 of 45, 405 yards and three touchdowns. His first start um, in the NFL, and he took down the Bengals. He took down the hot Bengals who were 5-2, and two, and they, they won the game. Jets won the game 34-31. And, you know, I, I, I talked about it earlier, man. Um, I, I said it for the last couple of weeks. Um, the Bengals are their young team, and with young teams, it's hard to win games sometimes. Uh, and this was the this was the you know prime example of that. I mean, they they went in there and they they looked flat. They didn't look like they how they did against previous teams. And you know, even before when we made our picks uh, last week, I, I, I was like, this is going to be a trap game. It, it felt like a trap game. Uh, the Bengals are just, they're one of those teams. They're the young darlings of the NFL right now, you know, and people were quick to crown them as, you know, the next hot team right now. And I thought it was a little too early and I still do. Um, you know, I, I told you, like I said last week, this is similar to how the Raiders uh, started last year and the year before that. Um, when they started six and three and missed the playoffs. I, I see the same thing with, with the Bengals. They have a tough schedule down the line. And it wouldn't surprise me if they were the last team looking into a stacked AFC. They can be like, you know, nine and eight or ten and seven and looking outside looking in. So yeah, that's where I stand with the Bengals. Um yeah, they there's they're a good team, but they're not ready yet. Yeah, I agreed with you that it was going to be a trap game um, if Zach Wilson would play, but I didn't think it was going to be a, a, a trap game with, with Mike White, but hey, they went in there and took care of business. I mean, it was, I watched, I didn't watch the game, obviously, um, but I watched the highlights and they were, they were throwing everything at him. That little Philly, Philly special for the two point conversion. Yeah, yeah. I got to give credit to, uh, Robert Salah and the, and the New York Jets on that one. They play tough, man. They play good teams tough, and I mean they, they they're just they just don't have the, the the talent on on the roster to to win consistently. But they they play tough, man. And you know what is funny? You said the, the the Philly special. I wonder what the record is for teams that successfully uh, execute the Philly special. One, I want to know what the record is for teams who do that because. I see it a lot more now, and it always seems like a like a, a momentum booster for the mm -hmm. team whenever they, they, they make this play. Because every time I see it executed perfectly, the team always wins. So yeah. I, will, you know, I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing, man. It's Such a well-designed play. Doug Peterson calling that, or Nick Foles calling that in the Super Bowl. Still yeah. just such a well-designed play. But 
Yep. You know, I agree with you completely on the Cincinnati Bengals, man. They're not ready. I said that. I agreed with you. This is not a team that's ready. But a lot of teams every year, they have trap games. I mean, last year the Bucks lost twice to the Saints. Then they beat yeah. the Saints in the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. I'm not calling them a division game like that, a trap game. But you know what I'm saying. Like, every team has trap games every single year. And yep. um, usually a trap game, though, to me, is a is a, if Cincinnati went there and got their ass beat. They That's didn't, true. you know, yeah. like uh, like the Minnesota Vikings losing on Sunday Night Football to Cooper Rush. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna start. We'll do another episode maybe tomorrow, so I can have my 15 minutes on that. Because Mike Zimmer, I got some words for you, buddy. Um. Oh, we'll also see a good. Um, we'll also see the Jets versus Colts tomorrow, so we can talk a little bit about Mike White again. See if oh, he can yeah. repeat that performance. So. You Jets know, versus Colts, you know that's that's the type of Thursday night snooze fest I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just I'm kidding. Probably, that's just... I'll look at the stat sheet and see how it went, man. You know, it's we'll see. I'll, I'll have it on the background because I can't not watch football now. World Series is over. Hey, congratulations to all the Atlanta Brave fans out there. That's awesome. First time since 1999. Absolutely. Gotta love it. Yeah, they. Yeah, Atlanta was hungry for for a title. That city was hungry for a title. So, yeah, congratulations to the city of Atlanta and people from there. They they deserve that one for sure. Minnesota, you're next. Come on, man. Give me something. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Definitely. Yeah, you guys are definitely next. All right. Well, that's all we got for the night. Again, thank you very much for listening. If you can, please like and subscribe. Go to Facebook. Find us, Unbiased Football Talk. Mike, you got any final words for everybody? Nope. Uh, everybody have a good night. Be safe. Call an Uber if you're drunk, man. Oof. Oof. Too soon. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, call an Uber. Yeah. Don't do anything crazy. We'll catch y'all later. Thank you for listening. Bye.